Welcome to the Ryan Pineda Show, where our mission is to invest. I only expect to make money in things that I understand. Innovate. It's about believing in the future and thinking that the future will be better than the past. And inspire. I am much more likely to hit my goal just due to putting it out there. You're now rocking with the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Ryan Pineda Show. Today, we are going to be talking about how I pay my employees. Now, I recently did a podcast about how I hire employees. And in that episode, I asked people if they really wanted me to. I'll go in depth about how we pay them. And there were a ton of people that said in the comments below that, hey, we want to know because we are in the same boat or we are employees and we want to know how we we should be getting paid or whatever the case was, the video got a lot of views and a great response. So this is the follow-up to that podcast. And if you didn't listen to that one or watch it on YouTube, make sure you guys go uh, watch it. I'll link to it down below in the description. Also, before I jump into it, make sure you are subscribed and that you leave a five-star review. I'm trying to move up in the charts, and it would be greatly appreciated that uh, you subscribe and leave a review. It'd mean a lot to me. So let's jump into it. Um, you know, how I hire was great. So, you know, talking about how I pay people is um, the second half of that. And when it comes to pay, I think there are two things. Uh, number one uh, is how, okay? That's the first thing you need to think about. And the second thing you need to think about is who. Okay, who and how. So let's talk about the how. There are really four components to pay. Salary, hourly, commission, and bonuses. Okay, now I think every position, regardless of what it is, should have some element of bonus or commission. That way your employee or the person working for you is striving to achieve more. You know, I think a lot of employees that are just strictly hourly or um, salary, they, they get complacent. You know, they just kind of do the minimum for what it is their job requires because they don't really have upside. So you always want to create some type of upside um, for an employee. And that can be done through a bonus that can be, you know, monthly, could be weekly, could be quarterly, could be yearly. Just have some type of bonus structure or commission. You know, um, if they're doing something that produces revenue for your company, give them a commission on it even if uh, the majority of their pay is salary. So I'll talk about a little, I'll, I'll talk about different examples later on here in the podcast. But um, another thing to think about with bonuses or commission is it can be individual based on things that they are directly responsible for, or it could be company based. Um, I do both. I've got company goals. And when we hit our company goals, I pay our employees um, for the goal. And then I've got different individual goals if they get a certain amount of deals or close a certain amount of revenue or things like that. So um, it doesn't, it's really flexible. That's the point. But you want to have some type of thing that gives your employees upside to make more. So um, yeah, that, that, that's definitely a given. Now on um, other parts of pay, you've got to decide whether you're going to pay sourly or (laughs) sourly, hourly or salary, okay? Um, Or you can just pay commission only depending on the position. So I'll give you a couple examples. Um, Number one, like the janitor, all right? The janitor is going to be hourly or salary. I mean, there's not really any way that the janitor could go create revenue for the company or do anything that's commission-based. He's not getting clean, or he's not getting paid on 
you know, how many toilets he cleans. He's going to, you know, be an hourly worker or, you know, he's getting paid a salary every month. One of the two. Um, same thing with just the people you see at McDonald's. Like these people are hourly employees. Um, they're not even getting paid a salary because uh, they're such similar words. I keep uh, kind of tongue twisting them. But they're not getting paid a salary because probably they're not that dependent. And, um, you know, you want to just make sure they're getting paid for the hours they actually work. If you are going to pay somebody salary, um, you need to make sure that everything is set in stone of like, hey, you know, there, there's no time that you clock in, clock out. Like there might be like a set hours like, hey, I need you in the office at this time. But the reason you're on salary is if I need you outside of office hours or I need you longer, that's why you're on salary. Um, you got to do whatever it takes for your job's position. And this is the way that I lean towards most of my employees. I don't really pay anybody hourly. Everyone is pretty much on a salary basis or a per project basis. And the reason is um, in all of my businesses, whether it's uh, house flipping, whether it's social media, whether it is my education company or my tax company, we don't have hours. Like we are working around the clock. Granted, we, we're in the office at certain hours and um, they know when they have to be in the office, but I also expect them to answer their phone outside of the office when we've got a situation or we're talking about tomorrow or something like that. Hourly employees are not like that. They're not getting paid when they're off the clock. So you can't reasonably expect somebody who's hourly to be answering their phone outside of work. Like they're checking out. They're clocking in and clocking out. So I think that's the big thing you got to think about when you're going hourly versus salary. Do you plan to try and communicate with them outside of work and have them potentially do more? So for me, we, we are just always on the go. So most of my employees are salary. Now, I also said per project basis also works. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, for my TikToks and uh, YouTube videos and stuff, we have editors that are outside of this office. You know, they're not on salary. They just do videos on a per project basis. So one guy might create a TikTok for $30 and it's just dependent on how many TikToks he creates. That's how much he makes. Um, same thing with YouTube. Okay, we got a couple of videos we want someone to edit. They're going to charge us on a per project basis. Um, I know many editors will try and say, okay, you know, it's per hour that I work. Um, but for me, I don't know how fast or slow you work, so I'm not paying you per hour. I'll pay you per project. You know, we know that this video is going to be 10, 15 minutes. This is what it is. You know, I'll tell you the guy who edits my podcast. He is just on a salary because we know exactly how many videos we're going to do. We know, you know, the lengths, they're pretty similar and he knows exactly what I want. And I don't really care how long it takes him. I just want him to hit exactly, you know, the level of quality that we want. And I want it to be timely. And I want to communicate with him if we have any issues um, that we need addressed. And so it makes sense to pay him salary. But you could have paid him on a per project basis as well. The only difference is, you know, when you're paying per project on something, they may not feel like they have future work. And so you may get pushed to the side um, as far as being a client versus another client who maybe pays them on a monthly retainer or salary. And so for me, I would rather pay people on a monthly retainer like that or a monthly salary, same deal, because it's uh, going to be advantageous for me. They're going to put me as a priority because they know I'm consistently 
um, doing the same thing and um, I'm going to take care of them. So that's why I do it that way. But we do have other editors and people that we can go higher on a per project basis. Um, if, if we get overworked or we got extra videos or something like that. So those are the things you got to think about when it comes to salary and hourly um, or per project basis, I should say. But, you know, as I said before, I think there are positions where you can blend the two and make it really good. So, um, for instance, our transaction coordinator, okay, um, she does a great job. Her name is Nilsa, and she's on a salary, plus she gets a commission for every property um, that we do. So, you know, on one hand, she's salary because she's got a lot of day-to-day tasks she's got to do. She, um, you know, handles all the files. She's the office manager, and um, she's just doing everything needed of her. But then she has upside, and she's incentivized for us to do more deals because she gets a fee per deal. And so the better the team does, the better she does. And so it's a win-win um, for everybody. So I, I like those where it's very camaraderie because it's not like she can go get more deals. You know, at the end of the day, it's the sales team and the marketing that are the ones getting deals. She's just, you know, at the the end of it, like, all right, you got the deals, I'll go close them off. So it, it brings a lot of camaraderie for everybody when it's a team effort, which I really like. And at the same time, um, there are other um, roles where like sales guys, they're all commissioned for the most part on my team. We do have some sales guys that have a small salary, but the majority of their pay is commission. And that's one of those positions where I believe that no sales guy should be like on a fat salary that exceeds commission. That's just dumb in my opinion. Um, sales guys should want to eat what they kill and, uh, they should want to make as much as humanly possible. Um, that that's what makes a good sales guy. Sales guys don't want a cap. You know, if there's a sales guy who only got paid salary and it didn't matter how much they sold, uh, do you think they're going to be motivated to sell more? Like, no, they're not going to do that. But if they get a good size commission relative to what they're doing and the amount of money they can make is unlimited, then they're going to just keep making more money if they're a good sales guy or sales girl. Um, in fact, you know, what's funny is, We've, we've hired a couple of uh, women recently and they're like crushing it. So I'm going to quit saying sales guy because our sales women are doing really good right now. Um, so, yeah, I think you got to really look at the position for, you know, what's best, whether it's hourly, whether it's salary, whether it's commission, whether it's a blend, whether it's a pure or, you know, a per project basis. Um, it's just going to be different all across the board. And one thing I'll say is don't think that just because somebody else does it a certain way means you have to do it a certain way. Um, you know, my COOs, none of them are on salary. Um, they all are on a commission basis and their commission is based on the company as a whole because that's what they control. And so they're getting a percentage of the total company profits and I love it that way because their their um, vision is aligned with mine. Like we we want to make more profit as a company, and that's their whole goal. So they get to dictate. All right, do we need more salespeople? Do we need to spend more on marketing? What kind of tweaks can we make to get an overall profit gain? Um, versus, you know, a lot of people would tell you the COO needs a big salary. That's just normal for COO, and then like maybe a small bonus or commission based on company goals. 
That's what a lot of people would do. I don't believe in that. I would rather get somebody who's with me on this essentially as like an equity partner and you know, they're not taking a salary, but I'm giving them more commission and rewarding them even more for the company's success. And I have found that that's made our companies much better. And in the end, for me as the business owner, when somebody's all commission, I have the least amount of risk possible because I don't have this monthly overhead that I have to pay if we don't make money. Like my COO's not making money if I'm not making money. And my sales guy's not making money if I'm not making money. So, you know, I don't have to ever worry about paying people if we don't make money. So for that reason, I I prefer going commission whenever possible. Um, I prefer it not only for me as the owner because I have less risk, but also my employees prefer it as long as they're good with it because they're going to make more money than had they been salary or even a blend. So I always offer it to, um, you know, my, my employees in some type of way. And um, another example, that would be my project manager. You know, a, a project manager is another position where many people would say, oh, you need salary or you need whatever. Um, my current project manager doesn't have a salary. He's pure project basis. Um, we pay him a flat fee on every project and he's going to make more doing it that way than if I paid him a salary or if I paid him hourly. So um, you can be creative. You, you don't have to do what you know the world may tell you to do. Here's a quick word from our sponsors. Are you thinking about buying a home in Las Vegas? My brokerage Forever Home Realty can help. We're seeing a huge influx of people all over the country purchase here. Many are fleeing California and other high tax states to move here where it's much more affordable and tax friendly. Whether you're thinking about buying a primary residence or an investment property, Forever Home Realty can help. Go to ryanpineda.com slash Vegas to get a free consultation from one of our agents. Once again, that's ryanpineda.com slash Vegas. One of the hardest parts about real estate investing is finding a good contractor. That's where Southwestern Custom Construction comes in. They've been doing remodels in Nevada and Arizona since 2006. As a fully licensed and bonded general contractor, they're able to help with any type of renovation, all the way from an entry-level fixer-upper to a custom luxury home. Southwestern Custom Construction specializes in working with investors. I've personally used them on many of my projects, so I know their team is legit. If you want to get a bid on a project, head over to customhomenow.com. Once again, that's customhomenow.com. One of the best ways to get off-market real estate deals is through cold calling. And if you want to reach as many people as fast as possible, then you need Batch Dialer. With their predictive dialing technology and built-in CRM, Batch Dialer is one of the top dialers in the industry. You can switch between single or multi-line dialing, as well as do voicemail drops and call recordings. And for being a listener of The Ryan Pineda Show, you'll get a seven-day free trial. Just go to batchdialer.com slash Ryan. Once again, that's batchdialer.com slash Ryan. Now, back to the show. All right. Now, let's transition into the who. You know, we talked about the how of how to pay people, but, you know, the who is the next biggest part for paying people. You know, some people prefer stability, okay? Others don't want a cap. So if you get an employee who's really dead set on having a salary, it does not mean that, you know, that makes them a bad employee or anything. I mean, the majority of the workforce is like that. They, they want some type of security. That's why they're not entrepreneurs. That's why they don't own a business. They want security. So if they want security and that's going to make them perform at a high level because they're not like mentally worried about, you know, the next deal or the next sale, cool. 
as long as it makes sense for your company, you can pay them a salary. Um, there are other people, like I said, with sales guys, they don't want a salary. They, they choose, I give them the option. I say, Hey, you could take a small base salary and then less commission, or you can take no salary and more commission. The, the killers always take no salary because they're smart. They, they believe in their skills and they know they'll make more money doing the same thing. So, um, I just think that everyone's different. Like I said, um, some of my sales guys do take a salary and I can tell you they're not as good point blank. The ones who've wanted a salary just aren't as good. And, um, it's, it's probably because they know they're not that good or I don't even want to say they're not that good, but, uh, if they truly believed in themselves, um, you would always take the one that's going to make you more money because, uh, the numbers are there. It's like, Hey, we, we show them. We're like, Hey, if you close this amount of revenue, uh, you would make this with this compensation plan. Um, but you know, if you take the safety of the salary, we're going to lower your commission and you'll make this and it's, it's lower, but you have some security. Um, the sales guys that take the security pretty much always do worse than the guys who go all commission. And, um, it's a mindset thing, I think. But at the end of the day, they, they obviously do good enough where they still work for us and we're fine with it. I'm just telling you who does better and who does worse. So, um, you know, it, it really just depends on the person. Um, if you are going to give stability, you should limit the upside. They should not get both. Um, it, it's like I always tell them it's one or the other. All right, you want stability? Great, we can give you some upside, but not giving the upside to somebody who's willing to go all commission. Um, so, you know... As, as I said before as well, for bonuses and court, you know, whether it be monthly, quarterly, yearly, or even weekly, um, you need to just figure out what makes sense in that role. You know, for, for my COOs, for example, we pay on a quarterly basis. So, you know, we, house flipping is, is very up and down. You might have a really good month um, because a bunch sold. You might have a bad month because, you know, closings got delayed or things that are out of your control. So we think that a quarterly basis is best. And so that's how we pay them. <clears throat> we pay many people on our team. I, I would say the majority of people we pay on a commission basis, like for, bo or sorry, on a bonus basis are quarterly. Um, we do have bonus incentives in some companies um, on a monthly basis. And then uh, for some companies, we do it on a yearly basis. But um, it really just depends. So I can't sit here and say, hey, you should just do it this way. No, the one thing I want you to just keep in mind from, from this whole talk is you got to think about number one, the position, what makes sense to incentivize them to do the very best job that they can. Um, you know, and is it even a position that can have like a lot of upside? I mean, the reality is like the front desk manager doesn't have a lot of upside. You know, the receptionist doesn't have a lot of upside. I mean, they're going to have to be salary. Um, sales guys have the most upside. I mean, they get to, you know, really drive things and make as much as they want, you know, as many people as they can close. Um, so you got to find what way to pay them, how to pay them based on their roles. But then you also have to look at the individual and say, okay, are, are, do you need some stability? Would you rather have more upside? You know, what's going to make you tick? Is it going to be this quarterly bonus? Is it going to be this yearly bonus, like you have to make sure that no matter what you choose, whether it's salary or commission only, there's still some type of bonus or upside at the end of the tunnel for um, them to strive for. 
And um, you don't have to offer bonuses right away. You know, if you just hire a brand new person who, you know, hasn't done anything for you yet, it's it's fine to test them out for a quarter or whatever and say, hey, you know, let's see what you got. And then um, after a quarter of evaluating you, you know, we always have a 90-day evaluation period anyway. Um, we say, all right, you know, we've evaluated you. Um, you know, pay's either going to change in some type of way with salary or commission or, you know, you're doing great. We're going to keep it the same, but we're going to also um, give you a bonus if you hit these certain goals. And the goals, like I said, they can be either company goals, they can be individual goals, they could be based on, you know, how many deals they did, how many projects they finished. Um, it could be on company as a whole revenue. You know, how much did the company make? Um, in the my case for social media, how many followers did we get? You know, so how many views? There's a whole bunch of ways to bonus. Just make sure it makes sense from your perspective as the business owner. But um, anyways, this is this is a topic that we talk about a lot in my coaching program at uh, Future Flipper. So you can apply to join any of our programs and we're happy to coach you on how to build businesses just like the way I'm telling you um, as far as company structure, paying people and getting the most out of your business. So I hope that this uh, podcast was beneficial to you guys. I hope you learned something new. If you did, comment below on what it is you picked up out of this and what you plan to implement. And if you haven't already, like I said, please, please, please subscribe. It's completely free. Um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you can, it'd mean the world to me. And um, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care. Thanks for watching the Ryan Pineda Show. If you want to work with me, head over to ryanpineda.com. You can find my courses, coaching programs, and upcoming events. We also have free resources you can download, so head over to ryanpineda.com.